Awesome. All right. Looks good. All right. Let's do that completely over after some technical difficulties. It's all good. Let's let's ground again with just three breaths again first to get into to get into the space. Let's exhale the lungs first. And let's take a deep inhalation. And let it go. Another deep inhale. And let it go. Last deep inhale. Hold. Connect to that I am. And let it go. Brief moment of silence. Let's gently come back to the space. Gently opening our eyes and welcoming Jaden and myself to the podcast. Welcome, brother. Good to see you. Welcome. Nice to nice to see you. Thank you so much for this. I am stoked. Yes, me too. I'm really stoked. I'm going to introduce Jaden to you all. So I learned about Jaden a while ago when a good friend of mine introduced me to his music and I was immediately blown away. If you haven't heard this music before, I am excited for you because I'm sure you will be just as blown away as I was. Conscious rap, high vibrations, incredible lyrics and high musical skill. So much positive energy. I believe it's just a matter of time before he will become quite famous with it. Besides the musician, he is also a coach who specializes in self-inquiry and the miracle maker, which we will ask him more about what that precisely means. I'm super excited to have you on the show and to get to know you better. So welcome. <laughs> Let's go. Live Let's go. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. Thank you for that. That was really very sweet intro. And I'm so glad that you're enjoying the music. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm really grateful. So thank you. Nice, brother. Yeah. I I've been curious, actually, as a first question, where, where are you calling in from? Uh, I am in Ontario, Canada. <clears throat> so a couple hours north of Toronto. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty snowy, pretty cold, um, but it's beautiful. Nice. There's a lot, a lot going on, but it's, it's, uh, I'm grateful to be here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I like, I like to get straight into, into the juice. I'm curious, you, yeah. you share a lot of beautiful things on Instagram. You have a lot of wisdom to share as well, besides your music. Um, and, uh, you've clearly been through some kind of awakening and I'm <laughs> curious what sparked your awakening. What were some big moments in your life? that led up to you doing everything you do right now? Yeah, yeah. So there was a book that I read um, really early on. It was called The Music Lesson. And it, uh, it, it was a book that was teaching about the kind of the laws of music, you could say, um, the different elements of music, but it was teaching it through kind of like this fairy tale kind of story. And one of the things that it talked about in that book, it said that everything is music, everything is vibration. And uh, I, 
I really connected to that idea because I was at the same time, and this is when I was like 15 or 16, I think, um, I got invited to go to a law of attraction course that was like, there was like 10 people in it and there was a teacher and we went there every week and he would teach us about the law of attraction. So I, I started to learn about that. And then I realized, oh, the thing that I'm reading in my book about how everything is vibration and the vibration has certain qualities and ways that it operates. Um, and that can be, um, you know, it's like our brain uh, and our heart is like a transmitter and receiver of frequency. And, you know, law of attraction simply states that what you put out is what you get back. And so when I was like 15 or 16, I was learning about this. And then I was like applying it. And when I started applying it, uh, I had so many experiences that just showed me that what you put out is what you get back. Like that we're all experiencing that constantly. We just don't realize it. But then I, I started realizing it. And I was like, whoa, we're actually really powerful. <laughs> you know, like if what you put out is what you get back, then it really matters what you put out if you want to have a good experience, you know? So then, then you and what's know, going on in here. I imagine, I imagine that link was also made quite quickly, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it turns into, um, you know, the initial idea of, Oh, let me learn to understand kind of the laws of the universe and the way things work and how I can create my reality. You start going from that of like, Oh, how can I create the life that I really want? You know, how can I get things that I really want? Then it goes to, it's not even about that. It's just about love and, you know, be, becoming empty of everything that's not like love. Mm. You know, it's, it's about healing uh, and, you know, returning to unity consciousness. It's not about, hey, let me get what I want. Um, mm. it's, it's about, <laughs> hey, let me get what I need, which is always right here. You know, there's nothing out there in some other version of the now that I need that I don't have you know, and then there's just gratitude. And then, you know, when you're living in that, then there's, you can't find a reason not to share that, you know? So Beautiful. once there's no, you know, there's no reason not to share, then I started to do coaching because it was like, I want to share this, you know? Um, and so that's been fun. It's been really fun. Nice. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I thought it was interesting what you said, especially if you started in the law of attraction, that you also mm -hmm. made that switch of like, this is not about getting what I want, right? This is about like, is this about so much more? In the beginning, it might sound like that to us, like, oh, I'm going to manifest a million yeah. dollars or whatever. And yeah. it's about so much more than that, really. Yeah, it's just about realizing that the ego can get a hold of any spiritual teaching. So much, you know. Um, and, and really being in check with that. Yeah. 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 I, I imagine I coach too. I'm also online just like mm -hmm. you. And mm -hmm. I, I know from my own experience from the past two or three years of sharing is that you get to face yourself a whole lot. If you want to mm -hmm. share anything with the world as a facilitator and online, um, many ways in which the, the ego hijacks it a little bit which is necessary i guess for many yeah. people to go through that yes um have do you have anything to share about that uh maybe also to other people that are wanting to coach or that are already coaching 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was a blind question, but it just came up after what you just shared. And and, and what is the question? Um, how uh, during your journey of of facilitating how these things came up, where it was maybe for a while not about love because the ego was maybe hijacking uh, what you were doing, yeah. having its own yeah. plan. I read a yeah. post a while ago also where you said something about specialness or it was a video, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a perfect example is like um, we, and I just learned this recently. Um, we pick up, well, I knew this, but I applied it to my own experience is that we pick up um, things that are going on in the womb you know, when we're, when we come into the body, things that are patterns that are playing out with your parents at that time, you absorb those, um, almost like, yeah, they're patterns that you, that you pick up on and then you kind of play them out. So, um, it was a kind of a tumultuous time for me at that time in the womb. And there was a lot of like uncertainty and moving around. And I was also the fourth child, which means like, oops, you know what I mean? Um, and so I, I learned that in that experience to go I, like this feeling of like, I'm not wanted. I was not supposed to be here. Then I'm playing out this thing of like, okay, if I'm not wanted, I'll make sure people need me. Mm. <laughs> right. You know, Oh, how, how are people going to need me? Oh, I'll become a healer. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how, that's how I'll be accepted. That's how I'll be belong you know i'll be someone who's who's important and needed um and so that's like a dynamic that plays out but for me it's never been really about anything other than love and transformation like Mm -hmm. i've had moments of like oh i really need to get a client so that i can be supported financially or these kinds of things and then when you're thinking like that then you're starting to be inauthentic to people and manipulate unconsciously to make sure they sign up like these kinds of things like it's just anyone would go through that um when you're believing the thought i need this client or i need more money or i i want to be seen as valuable i mean you could go through that a dozen times a day uh it's just about really looking at that and realizing none of it's true you know i need a client is it true no Mm. you know can i get anything that i don't have from someone else no so i don't need anything from anyone but i've had moments of believing that i did and that you know that just comes up for everyone right it's just about self-honesty mm. yeah and, and just also allowing yourself time like it can be so subtle i really take time to, to find these things out that they are playing in the background right yeah 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 yeah, yeah exactly and yeah. it already sounded like a little bit of self-inquiry that you brought in there, you know, what, yeah. what, what, what does this thought actually mean? Do I, do I really need this or? Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause it's, you know, self inquiries for questions or the, at least Byron Katie, the way she teaches it, we teach, you know, a version of self inquiry that includes Byron Katie's method and questions, but mm. also some different approaches, but the work. Um, yeah, the work exactly. And this, the third question is how do you react when you believe that thought? So I'm thinking the thought I really need, uh, to get a client, for example, or anything that you don't have in the now, you know, as soon as I think I need something I don't have, I know that I'm confused in that moment. You know, how could you need something you don't have? You wouldn't be able to be here if you needed it. Mm. Right. So, so when I think the thought I need a new client, 
or, or I need more money or whatever it may be that creates stress. You know, the question is, how do you react when you believe that thought? Well, there's anxiety, there's fear, then you start to manipulate people. And, you know, this whole cascade of experience comes from me believing this thought. So who would I be without the thought? Oh, I'd be free. I'd be at peace. I'd be able to do the things that I genuinely feel called to do without fear, without anxiety, without guilt. So where's my problem? Is it the fact that I don't have what I think I need? Or is it the fact that I think I need what I don't have? <laughs> I love that sentence. How can you need anything you don't have? Right? Yeah. It's a funny and, question. And, and so I'll just take that one moment deeper because you know, somebody might hear that and go, yeah, well, there's kids starving all around the world. They right. need what they don't have. And I would say, yes, absolutely. Like, you know, there, there's people who need support on this planet because we have an, we have an issue with distribution and, and equality and things like that. But this is, this is really where this principle hits the road is when we realize that the world is perfect exactly as it is, and it's going to change and we're going to be part of that change. So what's the difference is like, if I believe the world is not perfect as it is right now, I'm going to be stressed, right? I'm going to be anxious. And when I'm stressed and anxious, I'm not efficient at creating change right? I, I'm, I'm creating from a place of war. Things need to be different. I need to war with reality. Um, so it seems unloving to go. And I would never say this to someone who's like stuck in their story or stress. I would never say, oh, don't, don't you know that everything's perfect? You know, that would be unkind. Um, but you can know that And just live it through your actions to go, I don't need to be stressed in order to create positive change. Um, and in fact, the only way I can create positive change is from a place of positivity. You know, totally. probably if you, not even probably, I would, I would state it. If you are in a state of stress, you are somehow part of that cause. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that causes the distress in the world. Yeah. And I will say that stress has a place and anxiety has a place. And it's actually, in truth, a positive thing. Like you could say that, you know, the abuse that I experienced as a child, you know, for example, <clears throat> um, I wouldn't be on the path that I'm on today had I not experienced that traumatic experience so you're talking about that, yours actually right now or just I, I, i'm not talking about for all of us you know right. we all have traumatic experiences right so i wouldn't be on this path i wouldn't be who i am today i wouldn't be learning its opposite i wouldn't be learning you know how to create my own experience had i not had that experience so was it not a positive experience in the end well yeah you know it was a lot of us will say that you know our greatest wisdom comes from our Uh, you know, hardest um, challenges. And so anger has a place, stress has a place, fear has a place, but it's only to show us it's opposite, you know? Mm. So there's, so it's not to say, you know, people shouldn't be stressed. People shouldn't be anxious. No, they no, should be. No, no. Um, it's just a matter of understanding the cause of that. Yeah. Yeah. Very important yeah. what you just said. Uh, yeah. If we think everything needs to be positive all the time, we, we get into more trouble. <laughs> yeah. I have a line in one of my songs that says, uh, positive vibes only 
as a negative idea for the fact that it excludes negativity. So that kind of defines it right there. Right. Yeah, I, know. I, I know that line from your music. It's a yeah. good one. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I'm excluding negativity, well, then that I'm being, I am negativity. Right, right, right. And, and, and for some people, it might ring a bell. If you have been into deeper inquiry of what consciousness, how, how it kind of works, but you could say that everything indeed is a positive. There's either nothing or there's experience. Yeah. And experience itself is a positive. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a line in that same song. I don't know if it's in the same verse, but it says the universe is 51% positive. Uh, and <laughs> what does that mean? It means that like, if you look at the yin yang symbol and the primarily white side, there's always a choice for the darkness, right? In the primarily dark side, there's always a choice for the light. So that means that no matter how far you go into the dark, you always have a choice. You always have an option to go towards the light or towards positivity. Mm. And the fact that you always have a choice is positive by nature. Um, that's a positive energy having choice. Um, so because of the fact that you always have choice on some level means that the universe or reality is slightly aired towards the positive. I love it. Yeah, which is pretty cool to know because the illusion that we all experience when we're suffering is the illusion of no choice. I feel like I don't have a choice. Right. Well, that is a choice right. to define it that way. So right. when, when you see it like that, you go, okay, I'm powerfully choosing the fact, the idea that I have no choice. So, okay. <laughs> kind of stumped myself there. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's just the voice in the head, really. Yeah. It doesn't say so much about what, that, what is really going on at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I read in your bio, I think you updated it lately, might be, have been a wave of inspiration. You say something like some call it a coach. I call it a friend. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? It, 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 it resonates with me. I also know there, there are subtle subtleties there that are also important to watch for, but it, it resonates, but I'm, I'm interested to hear your inspiration for this sentence. Yeah. Yeah. And what are the subtleties that you notice? oh well i know from my own experience like i think it's i think it's good that 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 the coaching relationship is yeah i think it's very beautiful to be friends and but that you need yeah. clear boundaries yeah to, well here's to keep the, so, it healthy so there's the there's the conversation right there because a lot of us have, have defined the word friend in a way that doesn't actually serve us if and, and it's really the way we define love and this is something for everyone listening How often have you defined love as if you love me, you'll do what I want you to do. Mm -hmm. If you love, if I love you, then I'll make sure that I make you happy. Mm -hmm. Right. That's not love. That's called people pleasing. That's called codependency. That's fear and guilt. So, um, when I, yeah. So when mm -hmm. I say everyone's my friend, you know, what I, what I mean is that I'm not going to do everything they ask me to do. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say yes when I want to say no. Um, a friend is honest. So everyone's my friend. So if a coaching, if a coaching relationship goes, Hey, do you want to hang out? And I go, no, I go, that doesn't mean you're not my friend. Mm, I love it. <laughs> That's powerful. It's good. I think it's nice that you've got this ask, uh, question asked that you can bring the nuances here to your bio. Right. So people really yeah. understand what it means. Yeah. What is yeah. a friend? You know, yeah. what, what does that mean? Well, it's, it's to me, it's like, why wouldn't someone be my friend? Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
And, and again, you know, if I'm, if I'm willing to be honest, then that means anyone can be my friend because I love them enough to be honest with them. Mm. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, this is a yes for me. This is a no for me. That's just clarity. And that's what boundaries are. Mm. You know, I the way I define, define boundaries is there's no, there's no wall that's going up. There's just me saying yes or no. Right. You know, super important. Yeah. And spirit, uh, people sometimes can get uh, a new belief on their spiritual journey that they should be boundaryless now. Well, I think it's some, and some, and that's maybe part of the journey, but at some point you will find that the spiritual journey actually helps you to create much clearer boundaries that, that help. Um, yeah. That, that help. Yeah. They are truly and, of service. Exactly. And the way that I think of the word boundaries, because, and I love words, like I love definitions. And um, I think a lot of the times we can change the definition of a word and change our entire experience of life. But for example, the word boundaries what does it mean? What, what's the meaning behind it? Well, you know, we often just see a wall as a symbol. It's like, oh, there's a wall. But when I hear the word boundaries, I equate it to uh, the word honest, honesty. So with honesty, there's not necessarily a wall. There's just, uh, you know, it's like, I'm never saying no. I'm always saying yes to someone. So if I'm saying no to you, what I'm really doing is saying yes to me. You know, so, so there's no, there's no, I've got to cut you off. It's just, no, I'm just going to say yes to me, which is in this direction, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, you know, it's just a nuanced way of, of explaining that word. And which I think is important because boundaries is such a huge topic. I've got to have these boundaries. Well, just be honest. And it's already mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. It makes it very simple. Yeah. Truthfulness. Yeah. It, very, it resonates very much. Um, uh, another question I, I wrote down um, it's a double question it's a negative and a positive or it's the same whatever way you want to define it what mm-hmm. is the critique you have of the coaching industry and what would you like to see more of or in other words how to work miracles as a coach nice nice well for your first question what do I see critique in the coaching industry i would say it's none of my business you know like what other people do is their business mm. um, uh, the question was inspired because I, I read a post and it stuck with me what you said uh, you said something about how how coaches maybe have drank the cool aid of the coaching industry and i think it was a little right. bit about like some idea of success or money or something so yeah. th- this is where my question yeah. came from yeah yeah i think it's the same as any other industry in the sense that well, ego gets involved, manipulation gets involved, fear is involved, um, uh, like a false sense of, or, or like, a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, uh, yeah, just ego, fear gets involved to, with everything. And um, there's a certain uh, thing that happens, especially online, which again, you know, I, I, I write things and when I rehear them, I go, okay, I might have a different perspective on that now. You know, when I think about it now, I think what other people do, none of my business, you know, as soon as I'm thinking about what other people are doing and what they should or shouldn't do, I know I'm kind of, I've lost the plot a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I might've lost the plot in that moment. But um, uh, what I would say if I was to talk about it would be that, and everyone knows this is that online is an image. You know, it's an, it's an image. It's not, 
it's not real, <laughs> you know? So, um, uh, it's a it's a perfect way for me to put up this certain image of what you know life is like and it's really not like that at all you know it's like a lot harder and um like there's a lot there's just realness to life um that i think can sometimes get a little bit it's like uh filtered on mm. online and the mm. coaching industry and all of that stuff and every every industry is the same so that's just something that I noticed in my own experience that, that I could say, well, maybe I've drank that Kool-Aid before or whatever, you know? I love how you, how you twist it, uh, how you, how you, how you're redefining it when you hear it back. I think that's beautiful. And, yeah. and, and, and then my second question, what would you, well, uh, what would you like to see more of than in yourself or how to work miracles as a coach in your experience? Yeah, well, inquiry is uh, to if anyone has ever read A Course in Miracles and they talk about miracle being simply a shift in perception. So we are taught as a society to perceive with fear. Like it's the um, the course calls it the thinking of the world. The thinking of the world is 180 degrees to what the thinking of God or the thinking of I call it clarity. You know, it's like just seeing things as they are rather than, you know, perceiving with fear. So we're taught generation by generation by generation to think a certain way. And that thinking is, if you were to say there was a problem, that would be it, <laughs> you know, and it's not even that that's a problem. It's, it's, uh, um, it's just confused, you know, it's confusion. I forget what the question was. Oh yeah. What do I want to see more of? Yeah, and, how, and how to work miracles as a coach. Yeah. So this is how inquiry applies to miracles because um, every kind of teaching or tradition describes things in a different way. And of course, miracles has a term called the Holy Spirit, which the Holy Spirit could just be seen as the part of you that is not fearful, like that just sees things very clearly. Consciousness, um, awareness, yeah, maybe consciousness. another tradition. Awareness. Yeah, mm. exactly. It's like... Atman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's so many different words to describe it. I call it clarity, mm. you know? Um, and so there's a part of you that knows there's a part of you that knows everyone it's, it's inside everyone. There's a part of us inside of ourselves that is just purely clear and purely unconditionally loving. And we don't know how to access that, right? We don't know how to access that, especially in times that are stressful, inquiry is a way it's a way to access the holy spirit that's within you um and it's simply just answering questions you're just answering questions and that questions direct your mind to realize that you don't know anything <laughs> and and the don't know mind is like the enlightened mind it's the mm. it's the mind that's open right an open mind if you have an open mind you have an open heart if you have a closed mind you have a closed heart so if you Beautiful. want to open your heart open your mind If I can Realize that a little bit, know. I, I yeah. learned the other day that in, in, in Kashmir Shaivism, another word for consciousness, which is sometimes can sound quite dry, consciousness, emptiness, <laughs> that in Kashmir Shaivism, another word for consciousness is the heart. And I mm. thought it was beautiful. It resonates mm -hmm. quite a bit more than making it sound too dry. Yeah. 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 It's the heart. It's your true self. It's your essence. It's, it's the love within you. You know, it's, it's what everything's made of. Mm. So, um, 
when you say how to work miracles, I think learning how to facilitate inquiry for yourself and to do it with other people is the most powerful way I've discovered. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about that is that a miracle is a shift in perception from fear to love. Uh, And when we shift our perception, it's like our life is the projected image and what projects the image is the mind, right? It's like on a, you know, if you go to a movie theater and you want to, you don't like the movie and you go up to to the screen and you're trying to move around the screen and go, Oh, you know, I want to change this and it doesn't work. Well, you have to go back to the source of the movie, which is the projector and, you know, knock the lint off of the screen. And once you do that, then the entire movie changes. And that's what happens when you do inquiry is you, you you get the lint off of the screen, which is your confused perception about your trauma and your relationships and your business. And once you do that, then, everything that you're seeing changes, right? You know, or your experience of, of that changes. And that's what uh, we call synchronicity, which is like the miracle is the shift in perception. The synchronicity is when that shift is reflected back to me in my reality, which happens almost instantly. You know, I've had uh, fights with my partner when I, and, and I, I realize I'm projecting and blaming and upset and triggered. And then I go away into another room. I'll do, sit, sit with myself and do inquiry and have a bunch of realizations. And, and, uh, then I'll, I'll come back to discuss. And then she's had the same shift and realizations and she did the same thing or, or she didn't even do anything, but because she's a reflection of my own mind, when I shift, you shift. And that's not always true. Sometimes I shift and you don't shift, but once you shift, once I shift, doesn't, you don't really care what is going on out here it's like ah, i feel i understand i feel at peace i feel connected i don't feel like i'm blaming i don't feel like i'm projecting i can take responsibility for my own part in anything that's going on and with all of that then there's just peace and and how could one what's the simplest way you could you could give an example to anyone listening on how to do inquiry in their yeah. own life yeah so you take uh the stressful thought that's running through your mind and you write it down. It's the first part, write it down on paper, because if you're not writing it down on paper and if you're trying to ask your mind questions, the mind, the ego's job will always find a way to be right about what it's thinking. It will find all the proof, all the evidence. Um, and, uh, it, its job is to stay confused. And, and just to be clear, it can be about anything. It can be about something anything. that someone did is what it often will be about. With Brian Clady, it's often about uh, relational things, but it can also yeah. be like a belief about life. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, Pe- I'm not, people I'm not should safe. be kinder. I'm, yeah. People should be kinder or I don't have a, enough money. These kind of yeah. things. It's yeah. often, right? I want, I want my parents to understand me, <laughs> you know, um, uh, you know, my partner should listen to me. I need more money. Uh, I'm not good enough. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. Uh, whatever thoughts we have, these stories that arise, you take the story that's creating stress and you write it down. And once you write it down, now you've created, now it's solid. Now it's not, now it's not changing. It's not movable. And it's very powerful to do inquiry on one thought, you know? So you take the thought that's going through your mind that you believe is true, right? We, you know, we thoughts show up in our mind all day there's nothing personal about them. We don't do them. 
So it's not like I'm doing the thinking right now. Thoughts show up. We either believe them or we don't. Um, but there's two ways to respond to a thought that's going through your brain, through your head, through your mind. And that one way is to believe it. Right. And we all know what that's like. Uh, it's stress, it's anxiety, it's war, it's fear, it's addiction and, you know, everything that is painful. The, uh, the other way to respond to a thought is to question it. So if you write the thought down and you want to practice inquiry, cause it's a practice, it's a meditation. Um, then you ask you to simply ask the questions. So the four questions are, is it true? Can I absolutely know that it's true? Uh, how do I react when I believe that thought and who would I be without the thought? Those these are, the are always the questions. same questions you ask. Yeah. Yeah. These are the, these you, are the ones. Of, these of, are the questions. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And, and those are the questions that were brought through by Byron Katie. And right. there's, you know, with the inquiry we teach, there's ways to deepen, you know, to go deeper and to find the core, really the root of the beliefs. Cause a lot of times we'll have stressful beliefs that come up and they're just kind of surface level, you know, my partner, my partner should listen to me or uh, whatever, whatever it may be. But underneath all those, there's these kind of core beliefs that we, that we hold on to that create our, our identity, which then determine our, the thoughts that we attract, the emotions we experience, the behavior and the actions, the way we relate, these core beliefs are the foundation of it. So there's ways that you can go deeper and, and really um, shift these deeply rooted patterns. And it's like, once you, you know, you get the root of something, well, it's, it's not, you know, you know, the whole tree falls down, right? The whole tree of negative fear-based belief falls down and you experience this deep sense of freedom and peace and right. presence with God. And, you know, right. that, that's, I, I imagine real, I've done some Byron Katie the work mm. it, it was all right when i did it I, but i can imagine uh, that be, other people must have had like real deep epiphanies during this work yeah like like, like shifts that kind of were lasting yeah well we, yeah totally and i noticed that like at, at the end of a session usually when i'm on a session with somebody at the end of it we're just sitting we're just sitting there and kind of laughing at like <laughs> like without all of this stuff that I've been believing, there's just peace and freedom, you know, and, and you're sitting in that and going, well, what's there left to do, but laugh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's a beautiful thing every time we do a session, but just to finish that, the thing from before was that you ask those questions and then you turn this thought around to the opposite and you find proof of the opposite of the thought. So my partner should listen to me. What's the opposite of that? My partner shouldn't listen to me. And you try to find examples of how that's true. My partner shouldn't listen to me. Well, they shouldn't listen to me because they're not, you know, that's the reality. So when I argue with reality, I lose 100% of the time, you know, anything at the time I think that something should be the way it's not, there is suffering born in that moment. You know, so you turn the thought around to the opposite. My partner shouldn't, shouldn't listen to me. Where can I find evidence of that? Well, you know, maybe, maybe I'd be better. They'd be better off doing what they're doing instead of listening to me. You know, uh, maybe it's more important for me to clear this up within myself than to have them listen to me, you know? 
Uh, and then you turn it around to other opposites. My partner should listen to me. I should listen to my partner. You know, how well am I listening to them when I'm believing the thought that they should listen to me? Mm. You know, I'm just like go telling stories in my head. So I can't teach listening until I know how to do it. <laughs> you know, if I want you to listen to me, well, I've got to be good at listening to you first in order mm. for me to even be able to expect you. It's like, how can I expect you to do what I don't know how to do? You know, and then the last turnaround is I should listen to me. And you just find all the, all the examples of where wow. you don't listen to yourself. Wow. And that's uh, powerful. Yeah. Cause you know, if I'm not listening to myself, I'll think you're the problem. Mm. You know, as soon as I'm not listening to myself, then I'm blaming other people for not listening to me. Meanwhile, I'm not listening to me either. And I'm just upset about that. So I'll project it onto other people because I don't know how to heal it. Don't know how to, I don't know how to look at it. And that's why inquiry is so powerful because it helps you look at the things that make you, you know, on the other side, a trustworthy, guilt-free, uh, genuine, honest, good friend. You know, someone who's not going to blame or project or deny, uh, which is nice to be around, you know? Yeah, beautiful. Did this work? Yeah, you it's good for everyone it's good for yourself it's good for your environment it's uh it's yeah. beautiful and what, what i also picked up is that you know in the end all these things come down to the same thing you know kind mm -hmm. of seeing i think one of the nicest way i find to describe it is to just see reality as it is yes right it's what the buddha said it's what you just pretty much said it's what all it's what all these books from a course in miracles to the bible Mm -hmm. to, to, to the Quran. I haven't read it, but I imagine it must be the same. It's what they all come down to. Yeah. Without a ching. Um, my next question, I think I already know what you're going to answer to it. If you could have a kombucha <laughs> with any historical figure or a cacao, who would you choose? Hmm. Probably Jesus. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably hang with Jesus. Yeah, you talk quite a lot fun. about him in your, on your Instagram, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a huge, huge Jesus fan. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, my, 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 my knowledge is kind of limited. Um, uh -huh. I, I got kind of, it resonated more and more throughout my spiritual path. I, I read, um, or I listened to the audio book from Adi Ashanti, uh, mm. who, who spoke about his kind of also bit of a Buddhist perspective. On Jesus, and this was kind of mind blowing, all mm -hmm. the things Jesus said in that light. Um, but yeah, maybe you could tell us more about your relationship to to him and his teachings. How you how you came to them? Did you grow up with them, or did they come later to you? And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm genuinely very very curious how that is for you. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I kind of have to think about it because it's always been that's just always been something that's natural to me. Never was religious. Didn't didn't do any of the religion stuff. Um, right, not from your parents. You weren't raised nope. Christian. Nope. No. I mean, I was like I I maybe went to church when I was really young, but I don't remember it really, and uh, so I didn't have any connections to that. Like, um, but it felt like to me as. I don't even know where, when that connection started, but, um, 
to me, it was just like, Jesus is just, uh, you know, or, or Christ consciousness is like, to me, anyone who's embodying Christ consciousness is like a, a guide for me, you know? Um, and Jesus is just a symbol of, um, someone who nailed that, you know, someone who's nailing that. And, uh, is you know, nailing. I, 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 that's, that's a funny, uh, <laughs> yeah. Change to your sentence. What do you, what do you mean when you say is still nailing it? In, 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 well, in because way? Jesus, Jesus, you know, Jeshua Ben Joseph, like that, that human, that consciousness is, is right here, right now. You know, it's in you, it's in me. It's the same as me. It's the same as you. So we're doing it, you know, like we're extensions of the same light. You know, there's no difference. We're, we're sunbeams to the same sun. So Jesus is, you know, it, whenever I say then, or, you know, the future of the past, I go, well, you know, what's to say that that's not happening right now, you know? Right. And, and you would say that, that but it's, it's, it's not necessarily Christ consciousness. It's like, it's then also Buddha nature, self, the I am, yeah. Atman, Brahman, whatever. Then yeah. it's all the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would you yeah. say what was what was a big revelation for me about heaven and hell is that in how I understand heaven now, and I'm 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 quite convinced um, that this is how Jesus meant it. It is here. It is the light of awareness. It's unobstructed. You can do. You can throw anything at it. You can chop off your arm, traumatize you, but the light of awareness stays the same. And if you stay as that, you are in heaven. And yeah. or you can be in hell, right? And the devil is kind of like the ego mind that doesn't want you to go to heaven. That at the moment you are about to grasp consciousness, like oh, I just am. I don't need this thought it will throw another thing at you. Yeah. And if you go, go through those gates, you are boom here. And it's not after this life. It is here, right? Yeah. Would you understand it the same way? That's my yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that, that for 2000 years, his teachings have been incredibly misunderstood. Yes. I, I do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I believe that Jesus Christ or Jeshua Ben Joseph um, wasn't trying to create Christians. <laughs> you know, it was trying to trying to remind us that we're all Christ's. It was kind of what he was rebelling against in his time. No, I think so. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a historian or, or anything like that. You know, I just have connection with the energy. But I would say that for sure is like um, there's been corruption and uh like trying to use certain ideas for power and things like that and and I, I think a lot of um that you know that's that's throughout history is is using positive things in a negative way right yeah but I, again i'm not sure when i started to really nurture that connection because um i was always like i grew up like learning about spirituality and like being open to connecting to higher dimensional energies or like, uh, you know, spirit guides or things like that. And as I, you know, was, 
you know, I sit in meditation and sometimes I'll communicate with different aspects of my consciousness. And Jesus has always been kind of like a, had like a, a main seat in that awareness of like consultations, Mm. you know, and meditations. It's like, Hey, how would you see this? Mm. Um, You know, or, or um, would you just be with me right now? Like, like, that's like a symbol that's going on in my mind of like, um, if, if I can intentionally connect to uh, Yeshua's energy, that's a permission slip for me to feel connected to everything. It's like for me to remember that everything's okay. And uh, I think a lot of people use him that way. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 I like that to, 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 if we can't think of an answer for ourselves or we believe that voice in the mind that says, I don't know, yeah. or we don't yeah. really know, obviously, but you know, and then when you ask yourself, what would teach Nyathan have said? What yeah. would maybe someone who's alive you can re- you can resonate more with or my mentor? What would my mentor say? Yeah. Or if you have a wise uh, father or mother or grandmother, what would they say? And then we usually know the answer. Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, and that goes to show how everything's one thing. Like, you know, Jesus isn't outside of me; he's an aspect of my own consciousness, so I can tap into that. You know. And same thing, like I do this often with like parallel versions of myself. I go, there's a version of me that lives in Austin. I'm, I'm feeling pretty excited about moving to Austin for <laughs> a little bit. Moving to Austin, I feel I think there are even memes <laughs> yeah. about it these days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I've got a lot of really great friends there yeah. and I'm having some shifts going on in my life. And so I'm feeling inspired about that idea. Um, but there's a version of me that's there. Uh, and like there's certain like that version of me that's manifested that reality has certain qualities, you know, is doing certain things. And I, I can sit in meditation and go, well, that's happening right now. So what's, you know, what kind of information can I gain from other aspects of myself that are happening right now? Because everything's happening now. Um, So I think the teaching is to start to, uh, allow your future self to guide you rather than your past self. Mm-hmm. You, you can mm-hmm. connect to your past self as well and get, you know, get information. And, and actually I believe we're giving information as well to our past self. Um, but sometimes I'll use that and go, okay, I'm going to intentionally connect with different versions of myself to gain information with what's important right now. I love it. It's such fun. a good practice. I forgot about it, but it's good to do that from time to time, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like no matter how long you practice, like you keep, we keep tending to go back to relating to life as our past version. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's just super powerful to, to completely let go of that because we yeah. can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we're so conditioned to think, well, I'm just kind of who I was and, and I'm just an extension of who I was. Well, you know, that's true on some level, but also you're literally a different person billions of times per second. So mm. you're not attached to anything from before. You don't have to be. Or you only are what you are right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is infinite. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. But to to utilize that information and and create intentionally is to realize that I really, truly can create anything, you know, Um, because there's, there's the kind of the the paradox between, you know, finding peace and freedom um, and realizing that nothing needs to change. 
And then on the other side of that, there's a natural, I call it the passion of the Christ. It's like, there's something in your heart that you burn for. Mm. And uh, once you, once there's nothing stopping you from acting on that fully, then you're in creation mode. It's like, I just want to, you know, share this message and help people as much as I possibly can. Yeah. You know, even Buddha, for example, like uh, any of the enlightened masters were so savage about sharing their message. Like they didn't stop, you know, because that's the passion that can run through you when there's nothing in the way of it. It's like, and and it's funny that you mentioned the Buddha because my spiritual path started with Buddhism and it was so powerful just just breath awareness at first you know changed everything um but if you if you see the if you travel to thailand for example and you see the monks there you see what they embody if you see the art of the buddha it has something quite passive about it Mm -hmm. and especially as a beginning seeker um i think a lot um for a lot of people they they will they will keep on feeling like that but i at least i felt that the highest wisdom would kind of look like sitting in meditation all day and being very non-reactive to everything completely control under control and Mm -hmm. when i learned about jesus and started to appreciate and open my eyes to that this man might have had to say something you know Mm -hmm. um being raised with all sorts of biases towards christianity i was Mm -hmm. so inspired to learn stories about him for example with the whip at the temple ground or some kind of fierceness he also had about him some kind of Mm -hmm. unapologetic thing and very active in the world you know very so inspiring and um, yeah 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 i think it's beautiful to see to see to 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 yeah, to learn from that and to integrate that. Yeah. 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 I think there's something to be said about when you realize that you're not the body, then you, you're interacting with the body in a new way. Like you, you almost become more committed to the body. Like Mm -hmm. when you realize that you're not, you know, nothing that happens in reality can ever alter or change your awareness, yourself then you start to interact with reality in a very, like you, you become more engaged rather than less. It resonates so much. Yeah. Like the more I've been convinced that I'm not my body, the healthier I've been getting actually. Yeah. 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 Cause a lot of the times, you know, this is where the ego can hijack. Oh, if I'm not my body, well then I'm just eating ketchup, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so that's, that's something that, uh, it's just an ego ego kind of hijack but but again when it's you know on the and other it will side look of like that. that for some you yeah. know Ramana Maharshi I, I sometimes hear these stories I don't know if they're true that he was sitting in meditation and that there would literally be his wounds would be eaten by 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 insects and he would just be so deep uh, in heaven <laughs> that he wouldn't bother you know and mm-hmm. uh so it can have different expressions for some people. It will look like that as well. Yeah. I'm just picturing you like sitting under a tree, just freaking getting eaten alive. You're just like, that's oh, all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are also stories about Ramana that he had uh, like surgery without anesthesia 
you know, just uh, mm. having people cut in his body and just meditating wow. it away. Yeah. 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 Pain's a funny thing. You know, it's, it's, it's always on its way out. I love the way Byron Katie says that she's like pain is, a, you know, in the now it's always on its way out. Mm. You know, it's always something that ha- it's past, but you know, it's, if I'm experiencing it now, well, now it's then. Mm. And it's always moving, always moving. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know, and pain experience. has a lot to do also with you can do self inquiry on pain, and yeah. um, it makes me think of uh, I was listening to Adi Ashanti's audiobook yesterday, in which uh, Falling from Grace, in which he describes that he went through a moment in which he had incredible pain in his body, and he was already a meditator by then, and he realized, like, I have to be now so silent in my mind because as soon as now a thought comes up that says how long is this going to take oh it is so bad that's when you go so deep into the suffering if you can just have that voice shut up for a while then your pain is a completely different experience yeah yeah and i I, yeah and i would even say like and this is just my perspective but it's Mm. less about having it shut up and real and more about realizing that it's not up to you to shut it up or keep it going. It's just mm. up to you to realize that it has no meaning. Right. Or, or like, it's just, you know, it's like clouds passing in the sky. The thought comes, how long is this going to take? And you just see that as a concept that you don't have to attach to. It's like, oh, look at what the mind is thinking now. Like, look at what's showing up. And uh, I don't have to try to get rid of it, but I just have to question it. Right. You know? Um that's the way I, I see it anyway. That's one way. I love it. it. I love the I love that you say that because it 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 can be very misunderstood that we need the silent mind to be yeah free. Yeah. Like si- like like silencing my mind is something that I can do. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's like not possible. I, I don't know how to stop thoughts from showing up. I don't even know how to make them show up. Like they just show up. Right. So and it's already I, a funny contradicting thought. It's something yeah. that I can do. Or yeah. the thought I am enlightened. Yeah, says yeah. the ego. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Byron Katie's concept of enlightenment. She said, "There's no such thing as enlightenment because that's just a story of a future. Like yes. I can only be enlightened now because if I say I'm enlightened, well, now I'm just predicting the future that I can't know. Well, how do yeah. I know I'm going to be enlightened five minutes from now? I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you know. say I am enlightened now." I mean, a, a sage can say it and it will be uh, very true. But often there's only one thing you can be sure of when you think this to yourself. And that is that you are not living that in the moment or yeah. not truly having your awareness there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think of the, like the term enlightenment as such like a, a kind of like a buzzword now, but I really think of it as, as simple as when I'm believing the thoughts that I'm thinking, uh, I'm, you know, when I question the thoughts that I'm thinking and I realize that they're not true, well, there you go. I'm enlightened to them. Mm. Before that, when I'm believing them, you know, there's the opposite of enlightenment, which, you know, we'd call hell. I really believe that what I'm thinking is true. There's the thought that kicks you out of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think people also put it too much on a pedestal. As if like only sages are allowed to talk about it. I think we make it something too big. It's something people experience during a sunset. It's something something you can experience very soon. It's not not necessarily going to stay. 
immediately um but yeah you know it's it, 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 it it's a simpler thing than yeah. i think it's often made out to be yeah yeah it's like am i suffering or not yes or am i <laughs> believing my thoughts or not have yeah. i do I have my awareness on reality or on an idea of yeah. reality yeah am i avoiding or not yes good one right. yeah 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 um you have a little bit longer yeah i've got a little bit more time yeah 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 me also me also not too much longer does anyone have a question on instagram live i actually saw one a while ago I that see one. seemed like it was good what's your what you got I'm, there i'm gonna read it out loud i'm really struggling with from mr please i'm really struggling with control obsessive thinking boundaries over explaining when someone hasn't asked I've known that it's been my lack of self-love that has made this specific relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for being open and honest. Yes, and, thank uh, you. Yeah. You know, my, my invitation would be inquiry, you know, start to really dive into what's at the source of these patterns, because it's not going to be a quick fix. These are patterns you've cultivated over a lifetime. And we've all gotten really good generations at, even. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so much conditioning. So just remember that you are not that you're not your conditioning. You can play out your conditioning and you're going to, and I'm going to, um, but to really start to investigate and understand inquiry or whatever path you're attracted to um, and really start to you know, question some of these ideas that are at the root of the behavior. You know, if I'm over explaining myself, you have to ask why, you know, mm -hmm. what am I getting out of doing that? What do I believe that I'm getting? Because this is true for every single one of us. There's no exceptions to this. We will always hold on to what we believe serves us in some way. And we'll always, you know, move away from what we believe doesn't serve us. The key word is believe. So if you believe over explaining yourself, so if you continue to do that behavior, um, all you have to ask is, what do I believe I get out of that, that I think helps me, you know, um, and you'll start to come up with, you know, under the sur surface of that, ah, I believe that I, I'm, when I do that, I'm getting something. So what is that? Is it, you know, um, you know, usually if I'm explaining myself over, it's like there's guilt, it's like, I'm, I feel guilty about something. So what do I feel guilty about? And uh, what's at the core of that? Why do I feel guilty? Like, you just have to investigate, mm -hmm. you know? Good, good, good direction. And I think also uh, with that direction that you've so beautifully given, that it's also really a matter of time. Well, it can happen. Yeah. It can happen very quickly. I'm not saying this should be a process of yeah. years. I, I think especially spiritual insights and epiphanies they don't have nothing to do with time they're like Phew. but yeah. in another way it can also really take time and also the reconditioning as you mentioned can really take time so yeah totally and i yeah, also cool. want to mention you you offer these self-inquiry sessions and you've made yes, them I quite did. affordable recently i believe as well yeah, I've, I've, I've shifted my prices. Like I'm kind of, I've been in a, in a flow of shifting kind of things around to see what's okay. in align, alignment yeah. with me. But if people are interested, they are, they are um, accessible for sure. 
Um, and the sessions are really powerful. So I'd love to connect with anyone who's watching that is interested in uh, getting a little bit of clarity. Beautiful. Getting Beautiful. a clue. Yeah. And it's nice to be supported as well. Yes, it really is. To give ourselves that gift of, of support. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, the gift that keeps on giving really. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful thing about the coaching industry is that we, instead of getting to hire a psychologist that we don't know or a therapist, which yeah. is often also more based in talking therapy and not so much in, you know, looking at the deeper nature of things. Yes. Yeah. I think what is beautiful now is that we can really feel into someone's energy. That Do I want to be working with this person? Like I, yeah. the people I've worked with, I don't like to talk so much about my own certificates at all, or, mm -hmm. but I know it could help uh, for, uh, to, to, to maybe get more clients, but I would like to talk about it because the way I have found my coaches was purely based on energy. Yeah. Purely can I, do I resonate with this person? Do they embody qualities that I think I can learn from and do I trust them? Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's the most accurate way to use your own discernment to go. Do I feel connected to this? Yes. As soon as you're asking, well, what does this person's, what's this, what's their uh, qualifications? Yeah. In that moment, you're already out of your own in intuition. Uh, right. You well know? said. Very well said. I, I think there's only ever been one person that asked me, Hey, what's your qualification? <laughs> My, uh, My oh yeah. I heard, heard the echo there. Did it die? Yes. If you have one moment, I'm going to search for my other Bluetooth headphone because I just connected one so we yeah. can solve okay. this issue. Yeah. But yeah, just for those listening, or actually I've, I've got to wait for the, for the echo thing. Uh, so I'm going to look at comments here. Anybody has any questions or thoughts they want to share, drop them in the comments. Um, for some reason, it's not letting me read them, but that's all good. Candice, Sonia. Life Kez, nice to see you. Welcome, everybody. Aubrey, Aubrey's in the house. Awesome. So we are connected again. Happy I found it. <laughs> I thought I'm never, never going to find this one, but I found it. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, may, maybe it's nice to slowly start rounding it off. Is there? Yeah. Uh, I, have, but I have a few more things I want to ask you. Just a little, little few things. Um, mm. Is there a question I didn't ask you? or a topic we didn't speak about that you would like to speak about? Um, yeah, uh, not, nothing comes to mind other than, you know, I, as far as inquiry and really diving into and learning uh, how to facilitate yourself and facilitate other people, like there's this statement that says, if you had the cure for cancer, you wouldn't shut up about it. For me, inquiry is, is that, you know, it's, it's, it's a way out of suffering. Um, and to me, my, my uh, a brother of mine uh, is in prison right now. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I want to go there and just offer inquiry to, because these people have, they have all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't have to feed their family. They don't have to get a job. They don't have to do this or that. They just have time to sit. And what better to do than experience self-realization and realize in prison that prison doesn't exist. You know, it's only a construct of the mind. And the reason why I ended up in prison is because I've imprisoned my own mind. And now I have a perfect hologram of that experience mm. to, so that I can teach myself that prison is not real. Um, it's a construct in my mind and that I can free myself from at any time if I understand. So I say that to say, um, sending myself, it out into the universe. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that I'm like, completely passionate about sharing with the world. And I believe that learning this understanding um, can completely transform society. And so um, myself and Brandon Bozarth, we have a course called Miracle Makers. And uh, in the course, you learn how to really get the nuances of how to facilitate an experience of release, uh, transformation, finding uh, self-realization and freedom and having your passion unleashed so you can really be who you want to be in the world and share what you want to share. So we have a course called Miracle Makers um, and it's a community and we really learn uh, all the nuances of self-inquiry. And I've learned so much from Brandon. Uh, He's an incredible teacher, an incredible facilitator, um, a really great friend. And so for those of you that are interested in going deeper and like really learning, like it's something that excites you. Um, I would invite you to miracle makers because we have a lot of fun. And I think that's one of the things that can be left out from, you know, doing this work is, is like laughing and Mm. having fun. And we, and we just have so much fun and, and experience a a real deep um, container for transformation. So when you, when you asked, it's like, yeah, I'd love to invite people to that because it's, it's a blast. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. And it's clear you really believe on it in it. And I feel the integrity and uh, I in full, what doesn't matter what I say, but I am in full support of it. I think uh, you guys are doing beautiful work. So thank um, you, Thomas. And, and do you pronounce it Thomas or Thomas? Uh, in Dutch, if you would say it very Dutch, you would say Thomas. Thomas. But I, I, I'm mostly speaking in English. Uh-huh. I travel a lot. Or I, actually, I live in Portugal now uh-huh. with many people from all over the world. So I speak English. So most people would say right. Thomas. Yeah. Thomas. Yeah. Well, I, and I want to reflect all that back to you. I love the work you're doing. I love the spaces you're creating and just the energy you embody. I really feel, like you said, the integrity and the passion and the presence. So a huge, uh, huge respect to you for Thank you. everything, everything that you're bringing to the world. Thank you. That is one of the, you know, that's one of the nicest compliments to, to, to receive that people feel your integrity. I yes. think that's only one thing that matters to me. And if people don't, I want to hear it because I want to, you know, then I can, then I can yeah. reflect on it because that's yeah. for me the highest, highest yes. value. Um, yeah. which is a journey obviously it's never never yeah. ending yeah um uh, one second last thing a question and something i'm gonna say um are you willing and able to play us a little piece of music mm. 
potentially from your new album and introduce like play it like play it like stream it or actually play it well if you maybe just have a guitar around it's easy to grab i don't know how easy it is for you to do that let me grab a guitar I'll maybe, be right back. Maybe, yeah <laughs> hello livestock coach sonia from the netherlands Hello, Coney. Uh, all right. Can you see? Yes. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I have no idea what I'll play, but I will play something. Awakening is coming, I think is my favorite. Oh, yeah. When like I saw that? that one, I left the donation straight away. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's really <laughs> nice of you. And so, so here's the funny thing for those of you who listen to my music. You know, the Grail Codes album, um, I basically like when I play these songs because I wasn't playing them on a guitar, you know, I was like, they're over, over like hip hop tracks. Right. So I play guitar and I sing. And so I can like take those songs from that album and just like put them on the guitar, you know? So when I do that, it's normally just like freestyle. I'm not like, I haven't like planned it and, and like arranged things in a certain way. So um, like a lot of the songs I post on my Instagram, I just made them up you know, made them up on the spot, like the words I already had, but, um, so that's kind of what I do when I, when I grab a guitar, but I will play. Cool. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do, um, what did you call it? Awakening is coming. Yeah. Which I call the endless stream. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let me know if you can hear this guitar. Very well. Yeah. You can hear that. Yes. I'll be silent because Zoom is gonna gonna cut you out if I speak. Okay. And you can hear my voice when I go. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's an endless stream of infinite possibilities, always flowing through me, effortlessly and easily. Chanting Lakshmi, forever following the flow of my currency. I'm swimming in the abundance of the cosmic sea. Come on. Let yourself drift and dream, every particle beams Overflowing with the knowing of the inner glow And infinity can't contain me, it be bursting at the seams Come on, let yourself drink it and feel the energy Welcome to the hologram, awareness is the centerpiece Feel the inner peace, reflecting the collective This representative of unity within diversity Ain't no one can compare my flows When I be giving out my gifts like cannonos Let my style provide a high that feels better than crack And because everything is here and now there's never a lack, no Let's go down to the endless stream We're lucidly walking through a splendid dream Universe is friendly, infinity is peaceful Awakening is coming for the dreaming people Appreciate yourself and your wealth will appreciate. Fully be yourself, issues with your health will alleviate. Meditate, let your imagination mediate. Connection with your high mind, let your vibration elevate. Cause state of being is what creates the circumstances. Truly seeing the light in others just enhances. The light within is infinitely radiant. What up my earth ambassadors, I'm 10% Pleiadian. And if you believe in lack, you're gonna be supported in that. Whatever you put out, you're getting it back, so float. If 
the endless void of existence. I got no attachment insistence or feelings of resistance. I'm in this, acting on my passion for its own sake. Style is somatic, it be acting like a snowflake. Yo, I got a style that's magnetic. I ain't fighting it. Lighten up, that's the first key to enlightenment. Let's go down to the endless stream. We're lucidly walking through a splendid dream. The universe is friendly, infinity is peaceful. Awakening is coming for the dreaming people. One, two, three, eight. Let's go down to the endless stream. We're lucidly walking through a splendid dream. The universe is friendly, infinity is peaceful. Awakening is coming for the dreaming people. All right, one more verse, one more verse. I Come love on. it. Every night a little bit excited for abduction, bringing back the weapons of funk construction. Is there a bomb that makes people love each other? It's called music and of every scientist the mother. First there was a word and that's a frequency. Vibration created sacred geometry and geometry created light and reflection. That's you and me, that's our sacred connection and shifting through dimensions like a radio station. Witnessing the multidimensional crystal of creation. Ode to the rose, Magdalene invocation. Ground man coming with the soul hydration. Yahung roots, strong foundation. Eye to the sky, no more calcification. Sovereign declaration, a moment to atone, that's my own salvation. Let's go down to the endless stream. We're lucidly walking through a splendid dream. The universe is friendly, infinity is peaceful. Awakening is coming for the dreaming people. Let's go down to the endless stream. We're lucidly walking through a splendid dream. The universe is friendly, infinity is peaceful. Awakening is coming for the dreaming people. Wow, amazing. I love this so, song. You know, it's funny because I haven't sang yet today. It's only it's only like 11 a.m. So <laughs> I had to, had to warm up a little bit during that. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice. It was amazing. I love this song so much. Thank you. Thanks yes. for listening. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Yeah, my pleasure. And um, so this is an, uh, a song for an album that is still waiting to be released is that correct uh the song on that song is actually on grail codes right an album that i just released recently but i'm coming out with like grail codes 2 kind of thing right um this year and so there's a bunch of new songs that uh, i'm really excited to release like er er everything i create like it seems like more me than the last thing you know so this this new iteration it feels like yeah this is i'm really excited to share it so thanks right. for the, all the support and people can leave a donation as well right uh no that that cr uh crowdfunding campaign actually ended which okay. oh my god i'm so grateful for everyone who supported on that because that actually is what allows me to be able to go into the studio and you know do all the things that life of a musician uh, it's uh yeah it's like that it's like yeah. that y'all <laughs> yeah it's like that baby come on <laughs> oh awesome yeah so Beautiful. so th that that is finished um but i mean there's always other ways to to support in the creation so nice yeah, yeah. well just by 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 live streaming it here i hope uh oh yeah uh, so many so many beautiful comments lots of love yeah thank you guys you guys are awesome
Awesome. I uh, I think that was uh, that was it, brother. I think we yeah. had a very beautiful conversation, and uh, thank you so much for being here oh. and for doing what you do. Likewise, my friend. It's really um, it's an honor. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for having me and creating the space and being yourself. Yes. And for everyone that came in later, this will be uploaded on YouTube and on Spotify. I'm going to be sharing it on my Instagram. I'm sure you will re-share it as well. So you can listen to everything back. And with that being said, I think we're going to end the Instagram live. So ciao, everybody. Thank you for being Thank here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Nice amount of viewers. And we're still live here. So go. thank you, everyone on Spotify, on YouTube for listening. And see you in the next one. You thank want to have, have any last thing to say, Jaden? Before I would stop all, the recording. It's just all love. It's all love. All love. Beautiful last words. Yeah.